to another episode of the Garment Decorators podcast. We're joined with Martin today, our Managing Director. Thanks for Good joining Good to see us. you both again. Second time round on the podcast. Yeah, overwhelmed. This is nice. Twice in a year. It is, it is. And today we're talking about something very exciting. So whether or not you've seen on socials or not, but we launched the Target Academy not that long ago, which mm-hmm. is a massive change in the industry for education purposes for garment decorators so martin's going to tell us all about that we're going to groom questions and really get into the depths of why you should sign up for the academy and all the benefits it has to offer absolutely it's something that's very very close to my heart um, is education generally you guys and styles do a fantastic job on educating people on heat printing generally and all the tips and tricks and how to uh, be so be efficient and make yeah. money and profit from that but uh, as we outlined when we first launched uh, the academy was that most of the customers that we meet they have a, a handle on how to decorate garments but they don't always have a good handle on sales marketing business efficiencies and the numbers yeah. um and why should they i mean it's a career in itself each of those and there's breakdowns within that so you could be in, into marketing understand it but you don't understand the social side of it but you understand maybe advertising so what we wanted to do was collect all of the great content that we've gathered over Styles' 90 years, as 40 years plus, the tens of thousands of customers that we've met that have come and seen us, and kind of just given us little nuggets, little gems of, oh, that's a great idea, we should remember that. Try and document all those, put those into one digestible space, if we can, make it very flexible, that you can watch, read, and listen to it, watch it on TV, watch it on your phone, listen to it in the car, bite-sized chunks so it's not thousands and thousands of pages i think all of us have read lots and lots of books and our chosen subjects about business and marketing and things and unless you've got a holiday book you're not going to get through it i used to read thousands of books over the years um but it was always on holiday but i drive for 10 hours a day and driving home every week for five hours i try and listen to podcasts sometimes it's music sometimes it's fun sometimes it's business sometimes it's not but not everybody, especially sole traders, have that opportunity to have free time to listen, especially if they're not driving home, if they're working in a garage, for instance. But the idea was that we would take all this content, deliver it in a more commercial and contemporary way, so podcasts, videos, that type of thing, but put it into a platform that people could um, follow it in the order of the process, or the, the order in which it makes the most sense, in bite-sized chunks across four main pillars, Really, for me, it's finance, sales, and marketing, because I think they're separate. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get confused and think they're the same thing. Um, and finance, which I know sometimes people find that dull, but if you don't get your numbers right at the beginning, even in a kind of a virtual environment, you don't have to spend any money. You can do the math. You can start to calculate that, work out what makes sense, doesn't make sense. It's really, really important. Now, there are, on the um, Academy website, um, there are modules and lessons. I think we're about 160 lessons yeah. uh, so far uh, that people can log into. Um, and there's work documents as well, like a workbook you can download. And it just poses those questions. You don't have to get embarrassed. You don't have to share your answers with anyone initially. But it just makes you walk through those thought processes rather than come in at you know third level, spend a load of money, and find out that there's no customers for what you're trying yeah. to offer. Um, so it just is a, a very smart way to start before spending any money. We've had this conversation before. Grab a coffee, have a read, yeah. think about it, and then just go out into the market. But it gives you some very digestible step-by-step 
um, processes to actually exercise those thoughts yeah. um, so that you're more successful, really. That's, yeah. the, that's the goal and plan of it. Um, like you said, it's been, it is live. Um, you can watch or even listen, depending what floats your boat. Um, you can download the course notes if you wish um, and apply all the logic that you've got. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, really, it's really helpful because one of the things that we all discuss a lot is that we are working in a billion pound industry in the UK. Yeah, at least. But there's literally no education. It's the reason we do a lot of what we do is to try and bridge that gap because you don't go to university to be a garment decorator. You might go to do a fashion course, but not practical garment decorating. We know, it's very different, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah. know that hardly any universities actually have presses, maybe one in a whole university, one embroidery machine at most. Exactly. I mean, I've been in the industry a long time, but my I didn't go to university, but I did study design, history of art and graphics, but no one taught me how to make money from it, make a living. No. They just taught me how to do it. Yeah. Um, so the day I left, I needed to make money from it, and I didn't know how. Yeah, and a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people listening have chosen to go into something like garment decorating because they're more practical people and perhaps academia is not... Mainly all creatives. Yeah. 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 And those other topics don't sound very sexy because if you do study them, they seem to be very long drawn out heavy thick books yeah. you know if somebody wants to sell a, an educational book they'll make it 400 pages so it looks like it's worthy yeah of studying but there aren't many people that can digest that kind of content it's it's dull and it's boring um most of the lessons are two or three minutes but they are two or three minutes worth of reading listening watching and then going away and thinking what does that actually mean yeah and then working out you know, so for every three minutes, I think you're probably looking at between an hour a day and a month's worth of consideration, thinking about it. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? Um, but you can get through the whole thing pretty quick. But the trick is, is to absorb it. Yeah. The great thing about the platform is that um, you can stop, start, replay, repeat um, at your leisure. Yeah. There's no um, forced timeline on it. Uh, if you want to mull over one module for a whole month, you do what you need to do. Uh, if you want to go back and repeat and do the whole thing again because you can't remember the first few, go back and do it again. There's no charge for that. Just keep going back. Um, yeah, I think it's a more contemporary, more logical way of doing it. We do deal with um, uh, adults. Our attention span as we get older, is, to be fair, is not as good as it is when you're in your team. So your uh, aptitude to learn things is... Uh, um, not as great, so you just want to get to the point. You just want to know yeah. the meat, you know, get to the point, get to the facts that can help me. So that's the idea with this yeah. this platform. So, what are some of the topics that are covered in the academy that you think might be particularly useful for people? Things that people don't necessarily even know they need to do, or things that they don't perhaps give enough attention to. But really, if they really want to be successful with a garment decorating business, they need to just be like, cut the crap. I need to understand yeah. this. I mean, the great thing with these all these lessons is that they are um, basic lessons for any kind of business. Yeah. You know, unless you want to have a hobby and you want to, if you want to generate income, these are good for everything. So it's not just heat printing. It'll, yeah. If you're, if you're in embroidery or any, any kind of walk of life, they're logical things to ask yourself. But if someone said business plan, they'd probably expect that's what they get asked for from a bank when they're borrowing money. Yeah. No one creates a business plan unless you do business studies at school and no one teaches you how to do that. Um, no one asks you for a sales strategy. I mean, it's, they sound like Harvard questions. They're not. They're just basic yeah. things. Supply and demand, you know. If you live in the middle of the mountains with sheep around you, you're not going to sell many school leavers, hoodies, are you? Because there's no school. So if you know your market, 
um, I mean, we can touch on a few points from some lessons. There's some real favourites I've got in there, which I was super keen to get them in there. Yeah. This is one of my passion projects, not so much the academy, just the education of things. Yeah. It's really important. So you grab, give me one of those lists. And I just want to share with you, because I've scribbled and highlighted all over these, because I think these are kind of essential. This We have uh, four main courses. Um, we have um, sales, sales and marketing, uh, business processes, yeah. uh, and the numbers. Under sales ma uh, mastery, sales versus marketing, most of the people we meet that come in here, and I've always met, they really don't know the difference between the two. They think they're the same thing, which they really are not. Um, identifying your target audience, understanding your customers. People feel that, okay, I've got, I really like the idea of heat printing, I'm gonna buy a press and I'm gonna yeah. print shirts. And you go, okay, my first question would be, to who, why, what price, and when, and where? Yeah. Where are those customers? Uh, you might want to get into school leavers prints, but if you, like we said, if you're not nowhere near a school, you don't have a network in the school. But if you're a Rotarian or you work with scouts or yeah. know, football clubs and things like that, that is your go-to. That makes more sense. That's your network. Yeah. So you want to be fulfilling a requirement, uh, fixing a need, uh, checking on your market. So these lessons will walk you through assessing your market, assessing your competition, what are their strengths and weaknesses? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Who are your direct competitors? But who are your direct competitors who could also be your customers? Yeah. You know, um, depending what level you go in at. Well, it could be business partners. It could be that your best solution is actually a joint venture with someone yeah. to help both of you. Um, we talk to all of our supposed customers, um, yeah. sorry, competitors. Um, many of them are our customers or business partners suppliers or just friends so um it doesn't have to be a them versus us and it covers all those aspects really. yeah I was, I was speaking to a customer the other day and they're, they're a heat printer that's why they were here but they were explaining to me that actually the person a couple of doors down for them or a couple of units down for them they do embroidery mm -hmm. and they just basically kind of had a conversation where like actually i'll do one you do the other and we do each other's work so that none of us lose out yep we, we both win that way you don't need to lose out. I mean, everyone is stronger together, so yeah. it does make sense. And you don't really want to be doing everything um, in any business, but especially in our industry. Um, if you're really great at sales, you could probably benefit from the sales of embroidery and print if that's just your thing. Yeah. If you come from a marketing point of view, you might just want to become a marketer for those companies yeah. rather than take on you know, big property and everything that goes with it. Um, we've got some great tips in there for uh, how to utilize social media, which I know is a big thing for you guys, but most people, especially of a certain age, are, are clueless on that. Mm -hmm. So they don't know where to start and where to look. Um, sales performance and evaluation. If you know what you're trying to achieve, but you don't track it, what's the point? Yeah. You know, you can be very busy for, for a year or two. Um, and I just want to flick through some of these because for me, they're kind of essentials. But this particular uh, course for sales, there's 10 modules and 30 lessons, and they will open your mind and make you think. And that's all we're really trying to achieve here is consider it, grab a coffee, like always, sit down, <laughs> think about it, consider it, and then get out into the world and just ask lots of questions. Um, you know, Once you've gone through these courses, especially for sales, and you think you've got a, a means to an end, you create um, your business plan. It will walk you through how to do that. There's downloadable documents uh, uh, during the course. And then go out and ask, local businesses and people, if I did this, would it be something you'd be interested in? What would you pay? That's your market research yeah. and your sales, sales research. Um, if all the answers are yes, you've got an option to yeah. build the business. And if the, if the answer is no one's interested, you need to reconsider it, but you've not really spent any money. 
yeah. you've just spent some time, um, which we all kind of have. It just depends how you use it. And likewise, you should try and almost, it's, it's worth running through the exercise of trying to find reasons that are wrong. Because we, we, yeah. you want to make sure you make an informed decision that is in the best interest of you and your future. Is almost try and find things that are wrong with it, or so then you can then find you'll you at that point you'll either find actually I have a solution for that already, or you might be like actually that particular route I was going down is not there is some roadblocks or there's some red flags down there. Mm. You can align your strategy a bit more succinctly and go like actually no, that's not for me. Absolutely, that is for me. Or it gives you a heads up on what you need to tackle. It might be doable, but you might just think oh I need you know to be a bit more prepared if yeah. I'm going down that route. Yeah. We notice it on your lives on a Friday when people ask. At the beginning, they asked um, low-level questions, but now they've dug deeper. They're only asking more in-depth, more kind of intelligent, more yeah. commercially-minded questions. And then they know what to buy because and why they're buying it. To do this, to supply that market at this price point, they're more successful. So this is the case of taking every Q&A you've had and putting it into curriculum so that they learn their ABC before they learn the rest yeah. of the alphabet and they kind of it's a bit like going from nursery to primary to secondary to a level to degree you know a real quick fast they know most of it but it's just to join those dots for them yeah yeah that's, people that's do the jump goal. don't they they go from zero to 100 without filling the gaps in between and then they go oh i don't know how to do this or oh, i didn't think about that it's more i suppose education is is as much of a structure as it is teaching them what they do and don't need to know about the industry yeah. or sort of i mean we do a great we kind of hotels into it but we do a great job of learning with children because there's a timetable and a curriculum that has been set yeah. as soon as we leave we lose our way unless you're very very um strong-minded and you know that i'm going to hit this book i'm going to learn this going to learn an instrument or i'm going to learn a new new skill um but a lot of people and i speak of people of you know a, a kind of veteran i've been in the industry longer is that they tend to have a few years worth of knowledge repeated so they might have one year's knowledge repeated 30 times. Mm -hmm. They haven't learned new things, and things have evolved with technology. You have to be more efficient. You have to be more in tune with your market. There are so many tools now for that. You know, I wish I'd had the technology that we have now, and I had something like this early on. You could learn it in a fortnight or a couple of weeks and then execute it rather than reading and spending and waiting and going to libraries and reading books. And, yeah. You know, because the knowledge is absorbed it's over such a long period you're losing it and not retaining it because mm. you can't execute on it until you finish the book and it could take you you know if you're a busy person it could take you a month before you finished it and you can't remember what you read on the first chapter yeah. the idea with this is that it's it's punchy and it's short and it's quick and we can flesh it out and you can exercise it and you can fail quicker yeah um find out what works and doesn't work go back repeat 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 until you find a solution yeah um and it's very inexpensive i mean we've set it up as it's free for seven days and then there's a small subscription charge each month. You can cancel any time. So, you know, if you can get through it quick and make notes, then so be it. Yeah, users. That's it. And, yeah, I, and I think it. as well, it's, it's being open to continuous learning. Yeah. Not just like, yeah. okay, I've learned it, now go away. Because you should always be humble enough to be like, okay, something's going to change. Something's going to go away. Something customer, A customer might disappear and go bankrupt, and they yeah. don't have them anymore. But if I'm adaptable, and that's a big part of what we're trying to get through with the academy is, is there's lots of things from a kind of, you can, we can teach you, but it's also it's encouraging you to be kind of thinking about your future plans and also yeah. how you're gonna can, can approach those in a 
strategic way yeah i think a, a lot of people get into the industry and think i'm going to do this but they don't go into it thinking if you're just opportunity aware the opportunities could come at any time yeah um i know someone who was a sign maker was the business was winding down a little bit not no nothing to do with him pre-pandemic as well um but he was um, very much involved with speedway racing on a weekend and they were high-end leather jackets loads and loads of branding on it and um he had one declining business but didn't see that the other thing that he did just for fun for friends was really quite lucrative it's like 500 pound leather jackets that he could brand and it would have been you know through the roof um and he ended up doing a little bit of each luckily the signage came back but he does half his business is clothing mm. but he was in it but he didn't see it because he was so busy as a sole trader working over here so yeah being opportunity aware and having all those tools in your arsenal is like a yeah toolbox in your back pocket once you've got all those things you can apply them to most things you can analyze deals and opportunities quite quickly if you think okay is there a market tick that you know if you go through the worksheets is there a market is there a demand is there a problem is there a fault can I have value can I where all my competitors weaknesses that I've assessed are in that market yeah. I'm nice I'm charming I'm personable I can do this I can do that I can turn it fast I can move slowly they're the incumbent they've had a lot of good times and they, they've got lazy that happens a lot in industries that's yeah. why you've got Virgin. i thought ba were they could yeah. do a better job you think you can get into that market and do a better job of it and you can prepare a case for yourself um you should go for it yeah you know there's as many new startups and fantastic successes now as there's always been but you think surely everything has been invented there's no chance why would i bother but there is and people retire and people shut down for whatever reasons you know money health wealth whatever it be so um yeah opportunities everywhere yeah i mean we even ask that we have to decline opportunities within our group because you know let's stick to our core yeah core business but they're everywhere all the time you know it's disappointing that you can't jump on every single one and for sole traders with wix square all these different types of websites and social media and you know some inexpensive equipment and a camera you can get up and running and start marketing yeah. yourself you know we've got people that run businesses just on instagram tiktok and facebook yeah. don't we and they do awesome. really well no yeah. overheads so it's amazing i think that and i think that unit that's in there about the swot analysis and learning how to do business and more marketing and sales analysis of your mm. business is one of the most important ones in there so that's the strength weakness opportunity threats yeah because it's one of those things you have to continuously do probably on a weekly or monthly basis just to make sure that you're heading in the right direction yeah. because things can change so much new competitors can come in but also it's i think there's a humility thing about actually uh going through it and being no not necessarily hypercritical but like self-aware of what your weaknesses are yeah. and what you're doing to address them as a business yeah, yeah and how they might change over time to make sure that you've got a defense in there yeah continuously grow your business well if you buy one of our heat presses it comes with an operational menu yeah. manual but if you start a business most people don't write a manual which is busy a business plan you yeah. can call it what you want but it's like a blueprint for success if you want a buzzword yeah. for it but it's document what it is you're trying to achieve and how you're trying to do it to who with what to hit this kind of number so within an hour you could download the worksheet for say the business one which is i've scribbled all over it but it's that one um and this would become your uh, um, business plan. You know, it outlines um, the things that you should ask, how you should set a business up if it's proprietary, sole trader, that type of thing. We're not giving legal advice. We're just saying, 
you know, these are the steps that you should consider in this order. So if you're looking to start a business and you've got a plan prepared, go and speak to an accountant because yeah. don't come and buy a machine straight away because you'll pay VAT on that. Yeah. And if you've got an incorporated company and you expect to achieve a certain level of success, and your first employee, even if they're not on payroll, they're just contracted, should be an accountant because yeah. the day you start spending money, the day before that you need advice on where to spend it, how to spend it, so they can start saving you the back so you can charge it. You'll be more uh, uh, perceived as more professional because yeah. you're giving people VAT receipts. If you're supplying businesses, they want a VAT receipt. So um, if you're not charging it, it's, it's okay, but you're not you're not preparing yourself for success yeah. because you're going to be expecting to stay under a certain threshold. And that threshold, depending even if you've got a small overhead, is probably not going to generate what you want it to. It probably sure as hell is not going to allow you to take a premises and bring people in, mm. um, which you need to scale it and have people doing certain aspects of the job, you know, different skills. Yeah. So, yeah, if if once if you've filled all those things in, it's private, it's yours, you just fill them in. Um, one, it's something that you can then take to family if they're going to back you, a bank if they're going to back you. Um, you, you speak to an accountant, they can see that they're talking to someone who's considered what they're trying to achieve and hopefully give you some advice. And the same with people like us. It's, if you brought and say, look, this is what I'm trying to achieve, I'm trying to do this, this and this and this, we can plug in better advice yeah. rather than say, well, I don't think you should buy a machine for X amount because you haven't got a market yet, which is what we do. We send people yeah. away, don't we? Say, look, you really need to do some planning. So. Well, we've had to send people away empty-handed and say, look, you need to do a bit of market research. And they're thinking, I don't know what you mean. Um, they will have some tools at their aid. Um, you can print this off as many times as you want. Yeah. Make as many iterations as you need. Um, and then share it with you know friends and family and other business people. And say, does, does that look like it makes sense? It does look like it. It looks like it makes yeah. sense to me. And the numbers add up. Okay, well, if you can gross that and net that, then that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but um, I, I actually think the numbers are sexy. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, the financial side. People think accounting is, is dull and boring. Yeah. It's not. It's actually everything. It doesn't matter if you've got a good idea. If it doesn't pay, what's the point? No. So um, you know, you should mind your own business. You mind your own income when if you're yeah. employed anyway. So yeah, you should get a basic understanding of it. At least you'd know when you do hire the accountant what they're talking about. Yeah, doesn't mean you can do their job. No, I don't do the job of Richard, our financial controller, but I appreciate the numbers coming in and going out and what the key elements should be. You know, if I can get this percentage going in, I can let that coming out. That will pay for things, and we can invest and move on. And we share that advice. With so, you know, there's lessons are in there for yeah. Everyone, really. It reminds me of um, when we had Chessie from Squeegee and Inc on the podcast of last year. And we said to her, what is the sort of most important thing or biggest advice you give to anyone? And she was like, she, the kind of her tone very much changed. And she was like, I'm being very serious here is get someone who knows about numbers, either as an advisor or in your yeah. business. I think it's the first thing she was just burning money. And it wasn't until that point that she started to become successful once yeah, she yeah. understood the, where the money actually went. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in I won't go into too much detail because it's probably another a podcast per <laughs> per uh, mod per uh, course. But yeah. the numbers one, it is setting KPIs. You know, average order value. You know, if your average order value is a hundred pounds and you're making twenty, but your costs are X per month, mm. you could put, see from day one that you're never going to make money, or you're not you're going to make enough, or you're going to make loads of money. Yeah. So 
you can see in a virtual world if you're going to stand a chance. If you played Monopoly and you only bought Old Kent Road and the cheaper <laughs> ones and you didn't pay attention and you didn't invest in hotels, you will lose. Yeah. Because the game is mo is designed mm. to take the best real estate and uh, invest and invest at the beginning, hang on to your cash flow, yeah. don't use it all up and then charge rent from everyone else. Um, if you don't start with the right mentality, some you'll win, some you'll lose. When you're in business, if you lose, you go bust. Yeah. And you lose uh, heart and energy, and you have to lose good people around you. Um, so if you start with a good, solid plan, you stand a really good chance of surviving. And unfortunately, in many countries, especially England, most startups don't really survive. And that's because they've got a great idea, but they don't hire someone who yeah. says, you need this, this, and this. Everything you do to start a business, you'll get charged back. So you need to be claiming that back, passing it on from the very beginning. Yeah. So I would, you know, and there is there is accountants everywhere and they're online. So there's not really any excuse really. No. And beyond what we do, if you said to an accountant, I'm really interested, they would probably give you a pack to fill in a business plan. You go, oh, I know how to do that because I've already done one. Yeah. Um, you know, what money are you putting in? What are you taking out? What are your goals and aspirations? And they go, won't work unless you did this, this, and this. Does that mean that's 10,000 shirts a year rather than 2,000 shirts a year? You know, so yeah. it's not 100, 200 garments a month, it's 10 times that or 5%. Yeah, I think as well, the, the really interesting bit about the cost calculations is it teaches you to account for everything and factor everything in. Last, last time you came on, we talked about processes mm -hmm. and one of the things that we discussed about how we just like to disrupt ourselves as much as possible. And it was understanding the flow of how our someone orders some heat transfers from us, how that flows through the building and all the touch points it goes through and where the bottlenecks are. But it's kind of the same thing, that same process you flow through teaches you a lot about the true cost of what you're doing because it's not just, and we try and tell everyone, it's not just a T-shirt and a transfer. They're the most two most important parts, but you also need to remember, is it going in to be packed into a bag? Are you going to put it into a branded bag? How much is that going to cost? What is the cost of postage? Are you passing it on to someone? And how much do you want to get paid? Exactly. Because most people, <laughs> most old traders forget to pay themselves. Yeah. So they just have a, um, they own the job. They don't yeah. actually get paid for it. Um, it might be that you're never as well rewarded as employees down the line if you own a business, but there are some benefits to owning it. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously, so there's a lot, can be lots of sacrifices at the beginning, but at least if you enter these things with open mind. Yeah. Um, most things you get into, you kind of know what you're getting. Um, it's a bit like you're just flying blind if you don't create some kind of in an exit strategy and a plan of how you're going to get to it. Yeah. Um, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, and I I just think it's very scarce. There's, there isn't this kind of content is not out there. No. Unfortunately, not so much in our industry, but if it is, you're paying ridiculous amounts of money, which would mean that you'd have to make millions to pay for it, which doesn't make any sense either. No. So. You know, for the price of a couple of Starbucks a month, it's, you know, and if you're very serious about it, you could probably get in, learn it, understand it, come back out. You could always re-register re another time when you, yeah. when it's sunk in. You know, our goal is to just educate and uh, give everyone a bit, a bit of a leg up, really. Yeah. And it also gets you to think in not just a year at a time, it's multiple years at a time. So you really need to be planning for two, three, and five years as well, which I think is really Yeah, I mean, business get. planning, I'd say what we kind of do here is that uh, you look at the past. If you haven't got history, I would look at competitors' history. Mm -hmm. So on your business and strength, if you're going to start a business, I think in the marketing and the sales one, it's got 
strengths and weaknesses because you could do you should do all the courses so that you fully uh, have an yeah. underpinning knowledge across what we call the four pillars really to hold up what you're planning to achieve um is that if you've only just started going i would do a full deep dive analysis on everyone else and where they have been and how they've grown off and shrunk if everyone has shrunk and the market is trending down you can get in it would you no unless you can see what their Achilles heel is and you think I can, I, I'm young, I'm socially savvy, they're all not, they're dinosaurs, we can take this over. And then you might, you might find that they're all trying to sell up, you could buy them or you could take over their mailing list mm. or, you know, there's things you could do. So I would never be completely put off because we said there's opportunities everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't got history, you need to start tracking numbers if you've got one year, if you've already been trading and you've got a second year to look at, you can see, right, okay, I want to grow this area, shrink that area. But if you can um, forecast for the next year and have a view on the next two, three, four, you make wiser decisions at the beginning. So instead of buying, say, a piece of equipment like a heat press, I'm going to buy an entry-level basic, then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. If you think there's a case for the business and you can be more efficient at the beginning and buy a better piece of equipment, or approach it with a, a kind of a long-term mindset for growth, yeah. your investment will get paid off quicker. You won't be selling and rebuying the same piece of equipment and retraining people on how to use it. So it will be a smarter role. Most people don't get business, I'm just going to do it for a year. If they are, they're not really taking it seriously or they've not planned beyond. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, we, we plan here for the next year and three to five and the next decade. It's a bit like requiring buildings and equipment, but it's got a long payback on it you should you know if you're doing it seriously you should plan what would, does this look like in 10 years how many people are in it what would the market look like um is it going to be younger is it going to be more dynamic will i just be selling online do i need bricks and mortar mm-hmm. um you know if you're in sports and fashion you probably would be completely online you probably won't be in a high street you haven't got all those overheads um, so what does it look like in the future and do your plans and the, th- the decisions you're making now make sense then? Yeah. You can't, you can, you can't predict the future, but you can plan for what you think could happen. Yeah. But if you've just got one eye on it and like you said, a, v- a view on it, it makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. um, across all of those pillars with finance and everything. So yeah. if you go and find an accountancy firm, you know, maybe you don't want someone who's going to retire in the next year cause you want someone to work with you for the next five or 10. So it helps, doesn't it? You've yeah, got a picture of what the future could look like if everything went well, then you'd be a bit more conservative and put it back. If it stayed the same, but the margin got better, what yeah. would it look like? What could I invest in? I think that I think that's what you touched upon there about finding the right person to help you. That is really important as well. Yes, yeah. in the same way that you, the reason everyone listen, people listen to this podcast, listen to it because we have a built a relationship with them and they know that we have the best products for their business. But you should apply that same logic to. The advisors you're getting into business well, yeah. you do you want to have be able, someone will give you a direct and honest answer i'd go and speak to a couple of accountants and if i didn't get the answers or the chemistry that i thought i wanted then i'd ask another one yeah and if you just have to be honest and say if they follow up and say you know will we be skewing your business say no i've gone elsewhere but you can never say never yeah you know i really appreciate appreciated your time and effort you don't want to burn any bridges because you might be selling them t-shirts and print yeah. and they could be potential customers couldn't they but um yeah you need to be comfortable but I, I would suggest that you look for scale and say you know in five years time does this partnership supplier courier do they all will they all work mm-hmm. with me so that i've just got to plug this in and it'll go 
yeah you know so and it outlines all those questions if you download it and we're updating these documents all the time so um if you work through it i think you will come out uh more knowledgeable and wiser generally yeah. i mean i went through it and i thought i've read this i've we've put the things together we even got the, the whole of the sales team to work, work through it because it helped them well i think it's i think it's important because i mean myself molly we're in the marketing team but you always part of us kind of improving our education within target is yourself and richard and others bring it teach us about the whole of the business yeah, makes yeah. us better at what we do as marketers of course you do. understand yeah because you can't sell i mean it's pretty that. honest if you don't believe in something and you can't do it you can't put us in front of a camera because people go, <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing yeah, yeah. Very obvious if we weren't yeah. <laughs> and only, no and the only way to become an expert is to just get skin in the game and touch it and do it yeah. and make mistakes and learn it and then be honest with those mistakes so if you're doing a live and somebody does go go right you just go that's how Oops. you don't that's how you don't do it because the transfer yeah. is like the wrong way you know because people need to see you know the, the cracks the wrinkles mm -hmm. and all the problems that can have because they'll all do it i think yeah. people know as well that stuff isn't as seamless as it may seem like in, obviously in our polished videos we try and give it a bit more of a polished look so that it's easy yeah. for people to follow no, we've got to be... lives and stuff if it was all perfect all the time people would know it wasn't real no it's just not you need to be it. um yeah you've got to be transparent because it's not hollywood this is you know is that we don't we don't we obviously we want to give production levels mm -hmm. and try and help people and make it clear and concise and sharp so it's not fuzzy so they can see what you're showing yeah them. um but yeah no just to be really really honest um for me this academy is it's a generous um suggestion from all of us every piece of knowledge that we've ever had within group research is just get it out there for people yeah um in a concise manner um it's an evolution it's, it's, it's evolution uh, it's going to continually be um, added to um, and it's really to catch up with the level of education you, you guys and styles will do online how to actually make the garments yeah i don't think there's probably many people who have ever followed any of the group companies that don't know how to do it yeah but there is a big void in areas um where especially who are very people are very new to business generally who are employed and now they're going on their own um yeah they're just given some underpinning knowledge really yeah um and for those who already know everything or most of the things it's a really good refresher i mean i've i've read a few books repeatedly over the years and i honestly i think the last couple of times i've read one of them i didn't remember any of it from the first time i read it so i thought it's actually you should go back and remember yeah. it you know if it was dry you don't take another driving lesson but my driving isn't as good as and as safe as it was the day i passed at 17 because <laughs> it won't be will it i mean i don't have accidents or anything but you probably should go back and review and you know best practice that type of thing driving's not really changed over the years it's still steering wheel gear stick automatic same roads but our environment business environment phew, has changed so much in the last like 10 years let, let alone the previous 20. yeah when i first started time we didn't have the internet didn't have mobile phones i mean i know i'm older but <laughs> no but mobile phones and the internet i mean how old is the internet I don't know. I don't know that. no i don't officially for everyone i guess it's probably 20 15 plus, 20 years yeah. but there's people in the business that have had to learn it since and there's people that have come on where it's just natural so yeah. there's not knowledge that's missing there but there's things that they learn like the basics of finance and you know bookkeeping and things that they're applying logic to every day and there's people that have never studied finance that don't understand the basics um we're not this this academy is not going to give you a degree in in finance and investing and all that it's just not going to do that but it will give you the basics so that yeah. you understand 
it'll give you it also starts to kind of open up that part of your brain which is it's an unavoidable part of your brain so it's kind of like whether you want to do numbers or sales or marketing it's irrelevant if you want to be successful you have to understand them you have so to have an appreciation of, of them you have to start to open yeah. your mind and let it kind of yeah. flow through and start to think about them on a kind of daily basis and just embrace that fact yeah more and i think as well if you take the time to just even even just just listen through because you could just put it on continuous play yeah you can either tell it to automatically play the next lesson or not so you could literally read the paper cut the grass do the ironing push it on play and just let it yeah. go um by osmosis you will one you like you'll start to understand the vocabulary yeah um every lesson plan comes uh, every download has a full glossary element so you can go and read the terms like a mini dictionary but not every word in the but literally just for that course the terms that people use usually to insult your intelligence and confuse you you know you know yeah you have sometimes in finance and it people just try and blow your mind with these fancy yeah. words but they're just usually just acronyms but it just gives you an outline of what everyone means so that you're just you've got the vocabulary and you're more familiar um which makes you more comfortable which makes you slightly more uh, trusting when you're getting professional advice. You kind of know what you're paying for. Yeah. They're all skills. Yeah. You know, the, the people that head the business up here, the people that run the marketing department, the people that run production and finance, they're all different skills and they take time to uh, do properly. You know, yeah. you've got to study for it, you've got to learn it, and they're respected skills. Um, what this is really doing is you've got to try and learn a little bit of everything. You can hire those skills in. But if you understand the basics, you know who to hire and if they're pulling the ball over your eyes as well. Yeah. So I've always found that having a bit of a, a little bit of knowledge about everything, but pro and having a real focus on certain areas means I know what I'm hiring, but I can't do the job better than them. But I know what I'm getting and I can then see check to see if I'm actually getting my money as well. Yeah. Which is another big thing, really. Like I said earlier, some sole traders don't pay themselves anywhere near what they pay their staff. Because there are some benefits, but they're playing a long game usually. Yeah. So I'm really excited for the, the whole concept of the academy is just to help and educate people. Yeah. You know, if they trade with us or not, it, that isn't really uh, the driving point. It's yeah. just to, you know, if you are, it's a win. But if you're not, it's still a win for you. It will save you a couple of hundred books for sure. Yeah. Well, I think as well as, you know, we, especially over the last couple of years, we've seen, we've seen lots of people start. Unfortunately, we've seen lots of people stop. But a lot of people who stopped didn't need to stop. No. But they didn't. But if they continued to educate themselves, they could have been able to pivot and move in different directions and improve. And likewise, the people who've seen start, and some have gone on and just been fantastic and gone and grown and grown and grown. Some have kind of given up. Yeah. Probably, probably if they spent a bit more time educating at the beginning or in the middle, even. Yeah. They could have, they could have progressed, but the really good thing about the academy is that it's it's applicable to everyone. So, and if you're just starting out, you can learn a lot. But even if you're an existing, growing business, yeah. there's something in here that even if it's just a case of, yeah, I haven't done that for a while, I need to go back and do that, and then you find you kick on and find another gear off the back of doing that. Mm. I think there's something for everyone. In, in well, you need a feedback loop, don't you? We used to do questionnaires yeah. and send it out and hope people would answer it. If you gave them a cookie and said we're going to reward you with an iPod or something. If you come back, you then got lots of positive feedback, which was not, <laughs> which is lovely to have. It's good for the ego, but mm. it doesn't really tell you anything, does it? No. 
but your live on a friday is the perfect feedback loop because it's literally live yeah so i've got a question and i've got an answer and you show me how to do it and i'm off i'm running i'm you know so even in here with uh you know doing market research and customer um, assessment and surveys and things it doesn't need to be standing in the high street with a pad and a pen yeah it could be that every friday you send say how did we do on instagram you know tell us on instagram this week how did we do we'll pick a name out of a hat yeah you know and everyone says you're terrible you go okay well we need to fix things and if everyone says you're fantastic nice but if it's 50 50 you've got projects for the next week to remedy for the week before haven't you yeah and the thing is when you do get a feedback loop which you know if you're doing your sales and marketing appropriately and you do fix those things the people feel kind of obliged to keep working with you because you fix the problem they had yeah so it's a, an ever-evolving positive kind of uh loop isn't it yeah and you know and potentially something just thinking about how you people remembering how you help them we like to think that people listening will remember how we help them there's no reason you can't take learn the lessons that we're trying to pass on to you pass them on to your customers as well and teach them about somebody saying you know rip off our content and pretend they're your own ideas yeah. you might find that by passing on you see you're one of your customers is struggling or not doing something right you know this this course might give you some ideas to help them mm. and then you can secure your business as well absolutely yeah absolutely um yeah it's a community yeah. i mean business is a community anyway but um, especially in our trade it's a light-hearted creative business so it's quite nice yeah to share when we've had open house events here you we host them you guys present them you educate get let people do hands-on and then you step back and then they all start talking don't they and they are with yeah. each other but they are kind of in competition but they forget that mm. they get over themselves don't they yeah. and they start talking again oh, i do this how do you do that well i got into it like this that's mentoring but that's probably a half hour tea break session event that happens four or five times a year yeah whereby what we're trying to do with the target academy is give them all those nuggets of information in a structured process in one place that they can take on the road and listen mm. watch whatever they want read it yeah you know we had six or seven five or six people uh, in sales and customer service that ran through them some said i can't watch it some said I'll just read it, and some said I'll just listen to it. You yeah. Go, okay. I don't mind. No. Whatever floats your boat. As it's... long as we can help you, that's all that we we matters yeah. to us. We just want to help. Yeah. And I think if you listen to it, you'll absorb it. But sometimes when you read it, it really goes in. Yeah. You know. So, you know, whatever. And that was the reason for it. You know, it's um, putting it up the way it was in short bites. I mean, like I said financial accounting knowing your numbers because it's a software way of describing it, but that's basically what we're saying is just understanding your numbers you don't have to worry about everyone else's it's just in out what's left yeah um is people don't think it's sexy and it's actually one of the shortest ones it's about 10 lessons uh, uh 10 or just 30 lessons and each one's about two or three minutes yeah it can be fleshed out and you can go off and google bits and we're, we can expand on it over time but it's just to give you an underpinning and i I mean, even with those minutes, was it uh, six minutes times 30? I mean, you're talking a few couple of few hours if you did it on a few bites. So yeah. be, be, between that Monday and Friday, driving home in the car, you'd have it in your head at least once or twice. So you would be familiar with the terminology. And if you didn't go back to it again, yeah. so be it. But you would understand it. So I do welcome anyone to register. Go on, you know, if we put the links in the bio, people can have yeah. a look. Um, 
I think we've got the first two or three modules per course are open free. Yeah, they are. Um, you can register for the whole thing if you can get through the whole thing um, quickly, seven days free. Yeah. Um, and then it's just a small monthly payment, um, the price of a couple of Starbucks. Um, it's definitely a lot cheaper than Amazon books. I know that from first hand because <laughs> I buy a lot of books. Um, but it's the way that I've been learning personally for, since podcasts really kicked yeah. in. You know, I've done thousands of hours of things I didn't even know I needed to learn. But, uh, you know, it really does go in when you're driving. You don't. So that's my favourite one. But what's your favourite way to learn? I would say that it's the same. It's normally on the drive in probably more than the drive back. <laughs> By that point, your brain's kind of yeah, frazzled yeah, from right. the day and it can't take any more. But yeah, you find, you know, it's because it's normally you're in the car, you're on your own, and you've only got really got that to think about. And yeah. sometimes it's not even got anything to do with the what I'm listening to, but it just kind of engages your brain and then you start to think something and think, oh, yeah, that other thing, it's got nothing to do with this, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, it's very um, energising and uh, intoxicating, and I find it quite addictive learning. Yeah. You know, I love a fact. It's a bit nerdy, but I do like to learn. I mean, after all the years I've been here, which is 33-odd years, is still learning, mm. still learning. I actually yeah. realised the more I learn, the more I forgot I don't know. Yeah, if people don't have that mentality, though, they won't be listening to this podcast. No, they won't be, and they probably won't be in an industry where you have to put yourself out a little bit and understand new things. Mm -hmm. But um, I think sometimes, I think everyone's kind of got it. I think it's a bit like a great teacher at school, and we can all remember the best teacher we had, but I don't remember all the teachers I had. I only remember the ones that I just connected with, or they connected yeah. with me, or they were just designed to be teachers. It wasn't a job, it was a, you know, it was a passion. Is that um, I'm not saying that you're going to make a fantastic connection with us, <laughs> even though I know you're fa you two are famous when uh, people meet you at shows and things, and rightly so because you're you're on, online all the time. Is that um, you could you do kind of remember where you learnt the content from? Yeah. And for us, is if, if we can teach you how to do that and then join the dots because you're already in the business, hopefully you'll be a lot more successful. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're with you for the long run, so yeah. we'll keep on adding good, rich content all the time. Uh, the more feedback we got, the better the lessons will be yeah. for the next person who signs up, won't it? So, excellent. Exactly. Good. Thank you very much, Van. And just to echo what Martin, Martin said in there, if you have any feedback about the academy or any of the education we provide, please let us know. We always love to hear your feedback. Let us know what you what you think is missing from the course or any of our other videos that you'd love, wish someone could teach you about. We're more than happy to put that into a content calendar and pack that in. It's always very interesting to hear what people are up to. Yeah, give us ideas, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, feedback <laughs> is king, isn't it? Yeah, yeah good or bad. I exactly, mean, it helps yeah. us do a better job for everyone. Definitely. So. Um, I'd also like to thank everyone that came and joined us at Headwear Live. It was fantastic to see two sold-out events for that. It's really, really valuable, and it's really great to hear how everyone's coming along. Some people that are brand new to us, some that are, have come to all of our shows, and it's great to see their progress. Um, it's always really, really interesting, and we'll try and share as part of these courses, any of the feedback we get from that and the mistakes or positives we see always factor into that as well. Um, and don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, follow if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because we'll be back again next week and we've got some really exciting guests lined up over the next couple of months as well. So don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>